Hello. We are excited that you have decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku under the Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street, Bergaw, North Carolina, 28425, every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to give a donation, you can go to our website and click the donation button at www.mtdm.org. So we thank you for our helper, our teacher, which is the Holy Spirit. And God, you shall get all the glory, you shall get all the honor, and you shall get all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you would... Please open your Bibles. We're going to go back to the beginning on today. And we want to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say unto his people on today. Because I believe that God has a word for his people and we want to hear what he has to say. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28. And let's hear... What the spirit has to say. The word of God reads. Now I'm reading out the expanded. So the words that I'm saying. Going to be broke down just a little. Then God said. Let us make human beings. Your Bible may say man. In our image and likeness. And let them rule. Have dominion. Over the fish in the sea. And the birds in the sky. Heavens, over the team animals, the beasts, the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the small crawling animals on the earth. Verse 27. So God created human beings, man, in his image. That means reflecting God's nature, his character, and representing him in the world. In the image of God, he created them. He created them male and female. God blessed them and said, have many children and grow in number, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and be its master, subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea, over the birds in the sky, the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. If you would open your heart today, I want to talk about the purpose of a woman, the purpose of a woman. I believe some of us women in here today don't know our purpose. Don't know um, our purpose according to God. And that's what we have to know in order to do what God has created us to do. So I want to encourage the women on today to tell you, you have a purpose. You were created with purpose. Do not let anybody tell you any different. And I believe if you know the purpose God intended for you, I believe your life will be much better because you're not looking for someone to perfect you. You're not looking for someone to make you be something that you're not. So when we look at that first verse, it said, then God said, let us make man. That word man is not a man. It's humankind. It's mankind. That means God was talking to women and men. Sometimes people take that verse out of content and just use it as a man per se. But he's talking about humankind. He said, let us make them in our image and in our likeness. So God is talking about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So when God created everything, he didn't create everything in his image and his likeness. So what he did, he pulled out from himself and God began to speak to himself and he pulled from his spirit and he made mankind. He said, I'm going to make mankind in my image, in my likeness. I want them to represent me. I want them to reflect me. 
I want them to have my nature. I want them to bring my glory to this earth. I want them to have my characteristics. He said, let us make them. So he wasn't only talking about a male. He wasn't only talking about a female. He was saying them. Let us make them out of our image, our characteristic. Well, we have to understand that when we get something like phones, electronics, or whatever we get, we have a manual. And that manual shows us how these electronics works, right? But of course, all of us, the majority of us, don't use a manual when it comes to figuring out what you just purchased. Some of us just take it and we figure it out just enough to use it. Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get an amen? amen? We just figure it out just enough for it to be usable. But the problem is we're not getting the use out of that phone, that computer, or whatever it may be, because we're not looking at the manual. This is what's wrong with women today. You don't know your purpose. You don't know what you were created to be because you're not going in the manual. And I'm talking to men too. Unless you go into the word of God and know what God intended for you to know your purpose, you will let any or everybody walk over you, dominate you, make you feel like you're nothing, stomp all over you because you don't know who you are. You don't know who God created you to be. So you have to check the manual. You have to go into the word of God. So the first thing I want to tell you women on today, you were created with purpose. God had a purpose for creating you. And it was not only to be fruitful and multiply. Let me say that again. God has a purpose for you. It was not only for you to be fruitful and multiply and just lay in the bed all day long with the man. God created you with purpose. He created you for more than that. There's a part in that that you have to play, but we're going to go over these parts. The first thing I want you to know is you were created in the image of God. You were so special that God pulled out of himself and he created you as a spiritual being. That means that you have the spirit of God. You reflect God. You're supposed to glorify God. You're supposed to let people know that he is my father. And the only way you could do it was to have the spirit of God. So he gave you his spirit. Then the next thing that God said was, I just love the word of God because if you take little bit by little bit and allow God to bring that to you, God will open it up and he'll give you more revelation when it comes to this. So women, you have the right to rule. You have the right to reign just like a man. See, the problem is some men think that the only right that women have is in the bedroom and taking care of the children and cooking and cleaning. But I got news for you today. We got to understand that some things were set up way back when. And they were set up man's way, not God's way. We want to set things up the way that God intended for it to be. Not what some man say it should be. You know, some men say a place for a woman is in the kitchen. A place for a woman is in the bedroom. A place for a woman is to take care of kids. I agree in some degree, but all of that ain't right. See, this is why we got to know what God want for us. Not only for us, but also for the men. And this why, this is why if we're not taught the right way, we're going to go the wrong way. And we're going to pick up these habits that God didn't intend for us to pick up. Because we're going on yesteryears what somebody else said and did. I don't know about you. I want to go on the Bible. And whatever the Bible say, that's what I want to do. How about you? But the only way you're going to know what the Bible is saying is to have the spirit of God on the inside of you so you can get revelation, so you can get the wisdom of God, so you can have the knowledge of God, so you can have the mind of God, so you can have the heart of God, so the word of God can be opened up, open up to you to give you the understanding that you need. Amen. 
So we see that he created us women in his image. He created us men in his image. He created male and female. The first thing you got to know, you were created in the image of God. You have a purpose to rule and reign on this earth just like any man. You have that right. Then the next verse tells us, it goes on to say, let them have dominion. So to rule and reign. He said, the the heaven and the heavens are the Lord. But the earth he has given to the children of men. Women, I want you to say, I was created created with purpose. I was created created with purpose. No matter what no one say, I was created with purpose by God. See, I want to change your way of thinking today. Because some people is telling you, you only good for this and you only good for that. See, if you know that God has created you with the purpose, you don't have to settle for this, that, or the other. You only settle for who you are now that you're in him. Women quit settling because somebody told you this and it don't line up. This is why you got to get to know God, your heavenly father, so your life can line up, so it can come into alignment with what he wants you to do, not with what the world wants you to do, but what he wants you to do. So he told them, this is what I'm doing. I'm creating you in my image. I'm creating you in my likeness. I want you to go out and represent me. I want you to rule and reign over this earth. I want you to subdue it. I want you to be master over it. Now, he did say, I want you to be fruitful and multiply. So in verse 26 through verse 28, God is speaking to them. He's speaking and he's telling them, this is what I want you to do. This is them, y'all. This is what I don't want you to lose. It's them. He's not by himself. This was a partnership. Understand what I'm saying. Man cannot do it by himself. A woman cannot do it by herself. So get that out of your mind. Get that out of your heart. You need each other to get done what God wanted to be done. Women, sometimes we talk foolishly. We talk foolish. The reason why we talk foolish is because we tell a man that if you didn't have me, you wouldn't have nothing. And we're supposed to be in Christ. But when we go back to the beginning, some of that is somewhat true. But we're going to get to how you found a man that end up with nothing. Come on, somebody. Come on, you throwing that nothing in his face. But you accepted what he had, which was nothing. So now that you're in Christ, God can take nothing and he can make it something. But if you don't know who you are, you're going to keep putting them down because you're blaming it on them and saying, it's because of you I have nothing. The devil is a lie. You have a purpose. You were created with purpose. Quit playing the blame game. Quit blaming it on each other. See, this is going to be a Mother's Day and a Father's Day message. Because I can't separate the two. It's no way. So when we get back into this, he told them, he was speaking to who? Say he was speaking to them. Come on, if you have your significant other beside you, say he wasn't only speaking to me. Say he was speaking to you too. Say grab hold. Say grab hold. Say grab hold. Come on, if your husband ain't with you, turn and look at him like he's with you. Say he wasn't only speaking to me, he was speaking to you. Come on, make it real. See, sometimes we want to take time out to blame this one for not doing this and for this one for not doing that. But we're going to get into it today. Amen. Amen. So we say in verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Say them. Then the Bible say, then God blessed them. God didn't only bless the man, he blessed the woman as well. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, now listen what he's saying to them. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea. So we got that part. And then God told them everything that he has given them. Now, if you would, this is what God had to do. God was speaking what he wanted for male and female. 
He was speaking what he wanted for a woman and a man, right? He wanted this for both of them. He didn't tell the man that I want you to be fruitful without the woman. He wasn't speaking man to man. A woman to woman. He was speaking for woman and man. Let's don't get it twisted. So then the next thing that God said, he said, I'm telling them what I want them to do. He said, but they're spirit beings. I'm speaking to them in the spirit. He said, but I need a body to do what I'm telling them to do. So the next thing that God did, check this out, y'all. God took, and y'all say y'all know this, but I'm going to go into something. God took dust from the ground. And then what God did, he formed a man. He didn't do nothing. He just took the dust, boom. He just formed that man, right? He took it from the ground. Now understand this. Remember back in Genesis 1, God told the ground, I want you to bring forth. Hold on to that. I want you to bring forth. I want you to produce whatever's put in that ground. So what God did when he was speaking to male, he said, male, this body, I want you to produce. He was talking to the body, the ground, the body come from the ground. He said, I want you to produce. He said, but I'm going to blow my breath into you so you can become a living soul. So that body would be able to produce, right? So God created that body. He formed it from the ground. And guess what that body was? That body was a male. He created the male. And what he did, y'all, was quick. That's all he did. Took the dust, womb. There go the male. Y'all follow me. So remember, that body had to produce. But inside that body was the whole human race. It was one body filled with the whole human race listen what i'm saying one body had everybody in that one body just like you have the father the son and the holy spirit but it's one god come on follow me one god three persons so he took that one body and he put everybody in that one body so everybody was in that one body so after he had formed that man he made that man out of something which was the dust He took the man and he put the man in the garden of Eden. The garden of Eden is a place where God's presence is. So that man was in the presence of God. And while that man was in the presence of God, God was speaking to that man. So what I want to say to you women, you don't go get a man that's not in the presence of God. That has not been in the presence of God. You don't go get a man that's not born again. You want to get a man that's a worshiper of him. So that man was put in that garden and he was put in the presence of God. That environment that he was around represented God. God took that man out of one place and put him in another. See, this is why you cannot take a man, woman, a woman can't take a man and bring him into your house from the world and you're supposed to be saved. That's not how God wanted to be. So we see that God placed him in that garden of Eden. Then after God placed him in that garden of Eden, this is the next thing God told the man. Now he's speaking to the man. I want y'all to pay attention. He's speaking to that male. Now that body was carrying everybody. Y'all got it? So then this is what he did in verse 15. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. He said, I want you to tend this garden. That means he said, I want you to work this garden. I want you to cultivate this garden so it'll bring forth some fruit. He said, not only that, but I want you to watch over it. I want you to protect it. So he was talking to this man. I want you to work it. I want you to cultivate it so it'll bring forth. And I want you to watch over it and guard it. Next thing, women, a man need to be in the presence of the Lord. Second thing is that man need to know how to work. That man need to know how to work. That man need to know how to bring forth. That man need to know how to watch over and protect. You don't go get a man that don't work. You don't go get a man that can't bring forth. You don't go get a man that can't watch over and protect. Come on, this is the Bible. This is what the Bible is saying. 
You don't just go pick in and everybody out because they look good and smell good and they shake good. You don't go do all of that. You do things according to the word of God. You want a man, first of all, that's in the presence of God. You want a man that's in the presence of God so he'll know how to work, so he'll know how to bring forth, so he'll know how to watch over and protect. Why? Because he's with his father. And his father is showing him how to do... The father is showing him how to do these things. He's learning from who? Let's talk about it again. Women, you do not want to go get a man that is not in the presence of God. You do not want to go get a man that's not in the presence of God because he don't know how to work. He don't know how to bring forth. He don't know how to watch over and guard. But if a man is in the presence of the Lord, you're going to have a man that will bring forth. You're going to have a man that will work. You're going to have a man that will protect and watch over and guard what belongs to him. It's right here in the word. Next thing that God did. After God put him in that garden and told him, then God gave him a command. God said, do not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. We always read that, right? But we got to understand what God is telling this man. He's talking to this man. Do not eat from this tree of knowledge of good and evil. If you eat from this tree, what's going to happen? You're going to surely die. He told him what he can eat and what he could not what eat. He gave him a command. God gave the command to the man. Why did he give the command to the man? Because he said, I want you to be head over your home to bring forth my word, to bring forth my way of being and doing. This is why I'm giving it to you first so you can raise up that family. So you can give the family the word of God. He gave it to him first. Follow along. It's going to get gooder and gooder. And listen at this. Next thing. Check this out now. I'm going back through it. Going back through it. Some of you women are acting kind of happy right now, but don't be too happy yet. Because y'all think, oh, men, you're getting it. Just wait. Just wait. Put up a finger like this. So we see here, God, look at what the God did with the man first. The man was in the presence of who? Of God. Being in the presence of God, he was hearing God. God said, I want you to work the garden. That means tend to it. I want you to cultivate it so to bring forth fruit. I want you to watch over it and protect it. Then after he told him that, now God said, I'm going to give you a command. You can eat of every tree in this garden except the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He gave man that command so man could give it to the woman. So then the next thing that God did after he done that, See, you have to follow what God is doing. He's setting up that man to be a man over his house. See, this is why you men have to be in the presence of the Lord so you can take headship in your house. You cannot take headship in your house if you've never been with the Father, if you never knew how to be a man. Some of us are in a man body and we're still boys. So the next thing that God did after he gave him the command, verse 18, and the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. So God said, I'm going to make you a help meet. What God was saying here, he said, it is not good that man should be alone. Why? Because in the beginning in verses 1, verse 26, what did God say? He wanted them to be fruitful. He wanted them to, be mul- to multiply. So when God said it's not good for man to be alone, it's not good for man to be by himself. Why? Because you can't carry out what I told you to do. That's why it wasn't good. Because you're not going to be able to carry out my plan and my purpose. So it's not good for you to be alone. So I am going to make you a helpmate that's suitable for you. So God is the one that was going to make the helpmate suitable for that man. Women quit chasing men. 
You don't supposed to be chasing men. I remember my grandfather always told me, he said, a man finds a good woman at home. I'm like, huh? You don't need to be going out looking for no man. Now, I wasn't going out looking for one, but evidently he knew what was in my heart. Because I'm thinking, how can you find a man in the blueberry field? Well, you can find him in the blueberry field. You can find him in the blueberry field because I found men in the blueberry field to help me tote them trays out. Now, you can't. If they send you in the blueberry field with me, you can find a good man. Don't mean he a good one. That means he out there to try to get something out of the blueberry field. Ain't no blueberries. Now, that ain't nothing but the truth. So, <laughs> Granetta would say, a good woman is found at home. And I'm saying to myself, how is a man going to come here and find me? I'm going to tell y'all something. A man is always watching. A man is always watching a good woman. A man know a good woman when they see a good woman because they watch a woman in that way, in that manner. So God said, I'm going to make you a helpmate that's suitable for you. That means that's comparable to you. I'm going to make someone that's equal to you. So he said, I don't want you to be alone because this has to be fulfilled. Then God goes down here and this is the next thing that he do. He tell Adam, I want you to name all these animals. And he brought the animals to Adam. Adam named them. The reason why Adam named them because he was with the father and the spirit of the Lord helped him name those animals because he had the mind of Christ. Come on, women. You want a man that has the mind of Christ that hears God and do what God tell them to do and not to do. Amen. So then the next thing that he did, he had to put Adam to sleep. Why did he have to put Adam to sleep? Because he didn't want Adam to take part in what he was doing. Because sometimes men will go outside of God and try to find what they want to find. And God is saying, no, I want you to hear me so you'll know what to do. So he put Adam to sleep. And the Bible says he took a rib from Adam. He took that rib out of Adam. He took part of Adam. Now I want y'all to check this out. Remember when God made the man, it was just like, right? But when he took the rib from Adam, he was building a woman. Y'all better get it. The woman came from the man, right? When he took her out, he had to build the woman because they were equal. When she come out, God said, I got to build you. I got to make you into a woman to have a womb. That's why you get woman with a womb. So what God had to do, the man was like this. But when he got to the woman, he had to do some adjustment. So after he built that woman, and when Adam saw that woman, I believe Adam said, Lord, have mercy. (laughs) Because God built that woman. He designed that woman specifically for that man. So he had to make some adjustments. So what am I saying? Men, God has a woman designed specifically for you. Quit going out and try to get any kind of woman. God have the woman designed and built specifically for you. Now what we got to understand is everything that was done in yesteryears is not the way that God want them to be done. I'll give you an example. There was a lady When she got married, each time Thanksgiving would come, she would cook a ham. And her husband would watch her in the kitchen. She would cut half of that ham and she would throw it away. And she would cook the half she didn't throw away. So he's sitting up here saying, why would you throw away a good piece of of meat, a good piece of ham? So what he did, he asked her. She said, well, I did it because my mother always did it. So he called her mother and he asked her, he said, You know, your daughter cuts the ham in half and she throws the other half away. Why is she throwing this ham away? She said, well, I don't know. I did it because my mother did it. So then he called the grandmother. The grandmother said, well, this is why we did it. She said, we will throw half of that ham away because we didn't have a pan back then. Big enough for that ham. So the other piece, if we set it aside, we didn't have nowhere to put it. So we just throw it away. You don't do what your parents did. Because everything they did may not have been right. I'm going to say it again. Because they're going on what they grew up on, but it may not have been right. This is the only thing. 
right, I'm going to go somewhere. God created male and female equal. That means both of them had that right. We know that it's some men that are stronger than women. And it's some things that men can do that women cannot do. But I want you to look at this. Now, my grandmother, she took well care of my grandfather. I watched him go in the field and work hard. I watched him come back in the house and his food was on the table. He, when he came back in tired, grandmother waited on him, fulfilled all his needs and gave him what he needed. Why? Because that's how their house was set up. Come on, somebody. That's how I grew up. I watched her do my grandfather a certain way. And I'm saying, you know what? I love that. I love how she's taking care of my grandfather. She makes sure that he has something cold by him. She makes sure his food is warm. And when he's in the field, she'll say, she'll call aloud and let him know that the food was ready. It was on the table. She was there for him. Why? Because that's how it was set up. That's how they set it up. But in today's world, check it out. In today's world, you have a male and a female working. But they're still equal partners. This is why when Eve come out of Adam, check this out, y'all. This is what Adam said. This is bone of my bone. This is flesh of my flesh. So Adam named her. He called her woman because she had a womb. He said, this is woman. So he named her. But then the next thing that Adam said was that man have to leave father and mother and cleave to his wife. Let me go there. Why didn't he tell the the woman to do that? Because the man is taking the place of the father. That man is the one that's supposed to protect now. That man is the one that's supposed to take care of that woman now that man is the one that's supposed to be the head this is why men you have to be with the father so you will know how to treat your wife because if you never been raised the right way according to the word of God you're going to treat your wife according to how you were treated or how you think it should be So God had to raise up this man to show him the father. The man was going to show the woman the father. And as long as that man is doing what his father was doing, his heavenly father, guess what? That woman can submit to that man. You have women that are not submitting, but I'm going to give you something else. You know how when you walk down the aisle, women... And you're looking so beautiful and you're coming up here to this man. Some of you coming up here to a funeral. And then the pastor is killing you off. Because that's a happy day for you. That's supposed to be the best day of your life. But let me give you something, a nugget. Remember how God was raising up Adam? He was raising him up. He was in his presence because he was teaching her how a husband should be. But guess what? He was also teaching her about a father. About Father God. The thing that women miss is fathers. The things that men miss is fathers. It goes back to the father. Have y'all noticed that? It always goes back to the father because that's how God set it up to be. This is why when Philip say, show us the father. Jesus said, I've been with you, Philip, this long time. And you don't see the father. If you see me, you should see the father. Come on, it's just like us. When people see us, they're supposed to see the father. So we see that God raised Adam up for him to show Eve the father. So when we go back into the word of God, I want to show you coming down the aisle. You know how you excited for that day? You got on your nice gown. You just so excited and you just, oh, I just can't wait to get married. And that man is up there saying, oh, Lord, what am I getting ready to do? Lord, I can't take care of myself. How am I going to take care of this woman? I want to go somewhere with y'all. If I was taken out of a house. That took care of me. A dad. That protected me. 
that loved me, that fulfilled all of my needs. Everything that I needed, he gave it to me. Why would my dad approve for me to go into a house with nothing? I'm going to say it again. That's why a man's supposed to go to your father. Your earthly father. And they're supposed to have a talk with that earthly father. And that earthly father is going to say, can you take care of my daughter? Can you take care of what rightfully belonged to me? And if that man can't give you a yes and he don't have nowhere to lay his head, that father should say, no, you ain't ready. Uh Uh-oh. That man's supposed to go to the father women and supposed to get somebody saying, what if I don't have a father? That's why you got to be in relationship with the father. If you don't have a father that was there in your life, you got a heavenly father that will love you and cherish you. So this is why it all goes back where? To the father. Women, you don't accept any and everything because it was good that night. Or because they're giving you roses which is coming off of their mother's card. Or if they're driving you around in a Jaguar that don't even belong to them. See, you don't want to be just set up in a place and think this is going to be the best day ever. So this is why you want to get a man that has his act together. You want to get a man that know that he is loved by God because he's been in the presence of the Lord. You don't just get anything because your heart is broken and you saying he's fulfilling this part of my heart. No, he got to be one that's fulfilled in God first. So women, you don't want to be taken out of a house where you have running water. (laughs) Where the lights is on. Where you have a car to drive. Where you have all these nice things, but now you put into a house. Honey, when are we going to get the water turned on when you go to work? It's a partnership in marriage. A partnership. So my grandmother took care of my grandfather because they had an agreement. She was a stay-at-home mom. She took care of the children. She took care of the house. But every household ain't set up the same way. And in partnership, not only does a woman need to know how to cook, but a man need to know how to cook as well. I know what my grandfather and grandmother, they raised their children well. The man knew how to cook. The daughters knew how to cook. Why? Because when one is down, the other one lift up. Come on up. Somebody, come on now. You want to be well-rounded. You don't want to be in a house with somebody that do not know how to do nothing. This is why we have to raise our children well. It takes a mother and a father. Now, don't let me get ahead of myself. I want you to understand that Adam and Eve were married. They became one flesh. They came together and in marriage. The problem with society today, women are all over the place. Some people don't want to hear this. We from one bed to another. Why? Because we never had that father figure in our life to take care of us. So we're looking for a man to be our father, to be our lover, to be our friend, to be everything that we didn't have in our earthly father. So we're depending on that man to live for us, to die for us. And that man can't do it for you. You're making that man out of a God. This is why you got to have a man that knows the father, that can present the father to you, that can love you like the father will love you because God has given that man his heart. You just don't find a man just because you're not married and somebody else is married, so I'll just settle for this. No, if that man ain't right, you're going to have some problems in your marriage. That's why you can't be unequally yoked with the unbeliever. And men, you got to know how to love your wife. Just as Christ loved the church, he laid down his life. For the church. He cherished the church. 
He protected the church. Look at everything that Christ done for the church. This is what men supposed to do for their wives. If you got a man that throw you in front of a car to keep from him getting hit, that ain't a good man. <laughs> if you're walking on the sidewalk, and this is the way of the traffic, and the man over here, and he said, move over a little bit. That ain't a good man. That man's supposed to come over here and get on this side and say, you stay on that side. That's a good man. A good man wants the well-being of his mate. A good man is going to lift his mate up when she's having hormonal differences. He's going to love her. He's going to cherish her. He's going to let her know, let's pray together. You're going to get through this when she's having a hot flash. He's going to give her a fan. He's going to be fanning her. He ain't going to say, don't turn that fan on no more. somewhere I'm telling you about a good man and I know I got a good man because he watches over me he protects me he don't let nobody talk about me if I'm in the he'll tell me when I get out the car he said man how many times have I told you you don't walk this way around this car don't you know why you ain't looking I'm like look man I'm the pedestrian they supposed to always stop for me. He said, uh-uh. You look both ways. And he gets stern with me. I'm like, okay. You the man? You the man? I want to tell y'all something. You better know what you getting before you get it. Because once you get it, you got to live with it. Know what you get before you get it. Some of us complain on what we got when you need to be praying on that thing. When you need to be getting before the Father in his presence and allow God to deal with you so you can deal with them. A good man is going to be there for his wife. I remember, I don't know if y'all remember when I fell here. And I told my husband, I got it, I got it. And really I did to get up on my own. He said, "Uh uh-uh. You telling me I can't help you up? You my wife. I'm going to be there to protect you. You don't never tell me I can't help. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. He said, because I got you. Men, if y'all want to get to know a good husband, talk to him. Because when I say no, no, and by the way, he is taken. Don't play that. I won't get you, but God gets you. (laughs) Men, get in the presence of the Lord. Because when you take that woman from her father's house, you're supposed to take on that responsibility. You don't supposed to be going back to father's house and say, hey, can, can you lend me, can you lend me some money? I need to pay the light bill. Don't tell your daughter. It don't work like that. It's an equal partnership. You work together. We don't rule over each other. We walk together and we are in agreement together. We raise the children together. It's some things a mother can do in the marriage that a husband can't do. It's something the husband can do that the wife can't do. But they come together with what they're doing. It ain't no separate bank accounts. Not less both know what's in those accounts. Oh, y'all getting mad now. Ain't no he money and no she money. It's our money. But when the man die or the woman die, you ready to get to that money. But you're supposed to know what each one has. It ain't hiding money somewhere just to say you won't get this. 
It's a togetherness. It's a oneness. Because God made one man. And everybody was in that one man. But God said, I got to pull everybody out of that one. And how I'm going to do it, I'm going to make one man. So when they come together, guess what? It's going to be everybody. So we have to learn what God is saying and what God is doing in order for marriage to work, y'all. And if you're single, give God glory for your singleness until it's the right time to have a husband, to have a wife. Because it might not be your time because you're not quite ready for that husband or for that wife. God say, wait, I say. Wait on the Lord. God wants us to learn how to wait on him. And he reminded me of women that has been battered or women that has been abused or a woman that has been with a married man and that married man throw her away. Y'all remember Hagar. Hagar was given to Abraham. Sarah gave her to Abraham as his wife. When she gave her to him, she wanted to have child through Hagar because she felt like, you know, this promise is this way too long. So I want to have a child. So Hagar had that child through Abraham. Don't you know Abraham was smiling? I got two women. But then after she got pregnant, she began to despise Sarah. And Sarah went back to Abraham. Why would Sarah go to Abraham? Because he was headship in that house. Abraham told Sarah, you do to her what you please. So Sarah began to do to her what she pleased. And Hagar left the house. And even though Hagar left the house and Hagar was despising Sarah, let me tell you, there's still a God women for you. No matter what you did in somebody else's house, God still loved you outside of what you did, when you did it or how you did it. Even if you messed up a marriage, I'm here to tell you, God still loved you. Because when you begin to call on God, when she left, God began to speak to Hagar. And God began to tell Hagar, the baby that she was carrying, he began to give her the name of that child, which is Ishmael. And we're dealing with Ishmael's right now. But God told her, because of your husband, Ishmael is going to be a great nation. Because of the covenant I made with your husband. And then she said, El Roy, a God who sees. See, God still saw Hagar. I'm telling you women today, no matter what you've done, no matter how you messed up somebody else's house, God said, I still see you. I still love you. I still have a plan and a purpose for your life. So don't give up on your life because you messed up. Don't give up. Then God began to show me. Y'all remember Mary Magdalene. She was full of what? Demons. But Jesus came and he delivered her. So no matter how your life is going, women, God is still your deliverer. God will find you where you at because you are still his. You still belong to him. God said everything about you has already been written. He said you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God said I created you the way I wanted you to be. So don't let people make you feel like you don't fit in. Don't make people make you feel like you're not beautiful. Don't let people make you feel like you're not accepted, especially a man. Some of us are making men out of God. They say roll over, we roll over. They say jump, we say how high. And the reason why men do some women like that, because they're rejected. They're not satisfied. They've never been loved. So they don't know how to love. So a woman is trying to get love from a man that have never experienced love themselves. So they're trying to find the love of the father. They're trying to find out who loves me. I can't love this woman because I've never been loved. I never had somebody to love me and care for me. So women, if you got a man in your house... That you looking for love from. You need to seek your heavenly father. And say father what is the root of this man. Not loving me. Not loving his family. What is the root of this man. Always want something. That I can't give him. It's love. They never had that love. So they can never give you that love. So you want women a man to treat you in a way. They never been treated. It goes back 
they're in the presence of the Father. And this is why you have loose women. Go to Proverbs 5, 6, and 7. You have loose women on corners waiting for married men that should be home. So why are those married men on these corners looking and lurking? Because they're not where they need to be with the father. Because if you're where you need to be with the father men, you wouldn't be looking for nothing else because you have it at home. The moment you say, I do, that means it ain't nobody else but that one woman. God want one woman with one man. But in the last days, the Bible says it's going to be how many men, women with one man? Seven women with one man. This is why we have to go into the word women and know what the word is saying to us for the plan and the purpose that God has for us. Do not settle for a man just to get out of your daddy's house. Some women are settling because they want to get out of the house they're in because they're tired of rules. They're tired of saying, no, it ain't time for this. No, it ain't time for that. God is raising you up in the place that you're in. God know who you need to be with, when you need to be with them. Don't settle. This is why women, the ones that have accepted Jesus, that are learning about the purpose of a woman, you need to talk to other women. You need to encourage those other women. Then there's another woman in the Bible, Mary. Which was the version? Y'all know how they say a woman shouldn't breach. A woman places at home. Well, Mary, check this out with Mary. God had the audacity to choose a woman to carry the word. Jesus, the deliverer, salvation was in her womb. But guess what he did? He had to get the man right. To be able to support the woman for what she was carrying. I'm going to say it again. God had to get Joseph right because when Joseph saw Mary, he said, you didn't leave here the way you coming back, Mary. You had to be with a man. Now, I know how that worked. I'm betrothed to you and I know I ain't touched you, so somebody touched it. So when Mary came back, God had to deal with Joseph. Women, I'm telling you. Whatever your plan and your purpose is for your life, God will deal with your husband. God will get that husband in a place to help you with your plan and your purpose. And Joseph was the one that was what? Protecting. Joseph was the one that was covering her. Joseph was the one that was hearing God to get her out of harm's way so she can fulfill what God had given her, what she was carrying in her womb. Because God said, I want that word delivered. So each time God spoke to Joseph, guess what Joseph did? He took heed to God and he moved Mary out of harm's way. Come on, somebody. That's the kind of man you want. You want a man that ain't jealous over you because you make more than that man. Because it's going in the same house. It's equal. It's working together. Going towards the same goal. We have to raise our children up to know God. And when we raise them up to know God and we represent him in that household, I'm telling you, whatever come out of that house is going to bring glory and fulfillment unto God. Women, you are created with purpose. Do not let no man tell you you are worthless. Don't let no man tell you you ain't fit for nothing. And women, whatever you do, don't have a mindset of, I got to stay home. I got to take care of these babies. I got to cook and I got to clean. I got to have this stuff right for Charles. Charles come up in here and he don't like what's right. He going to beat me. He going to beat me good. That's not the way it should be. The way it should be is if both partners are working, both partners come in that house, they're still helping one another. 
Well, baby, I'll start cooking if you want to start sitting with the children. Well, you know what? I'll start cooking, honey. And if you want to sit with the children, okay, as long as it's getting done. It ain't where the man worked all day. He's sweating. And the woman, she worked too. And she sit down and said, when you cooking? When you bringing me my food? It's going to bring frustration in that marriage. And then women, you're going to send that husband off to somebody else's house that's bringing him his plate, that's working with him instead of working against him. Women, sometimes you send your husband out there to another woman. It's time to do what the word says do. It's equal partnership. We don't try to overburden each other. We work together in a home. Everybody's home is different. And we need to stay out of everybody else's home. As long as that husband and wife is working together to achieve that same goal, it's nothing wrong with that. If they agree that the woman stay home with the kids and the wife is in agreement with a degree, that's her business. Long as they're in agreement. That's how it should be. But understand this. God wants you to fulfill your purpose for him. God wants you to bring glory in everything that you do. So women, you have a purpose. Do not settle for any and everything. Do not settle for any and every man. You need to first of all women to get your life right with God. If you're in a relationship and you're saying, I don't believe that this is the relationship I need to be in. Seek the Lord while he can be found. God is here to to mend every broken heart that's in this place. You were created with purpose. Quit settling for anything. Quit trying to please a man more than you are pleasing God. It's about the Father. God want to bring us back to him. Women, get a man that want to put you in the presence. Of the king of kings and the lord of lords. Put you in the presence of the prince of peace. The great I am that I am. That's what you want. And learn to wait. Again I say wait. So women you do have a purpose. And everybody's purpose goes back to the beginning. You were created in the image of of God to fulfill the plan and purpose that he has for your life. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. I believe that's why if we know who we are and what God has for us, we won't be running after in and everybody. Amen. I learned that a long time ago. I wasn't trying to chase nobody because that's the man job not the woman job and a man when he see a good woman he gonna wait on that woman he gonna wait on that woman so don't try to do things to try to get that man just stay in the presence of the king amen y'all god is so good and there's so much in the word that would help women and that would help men and if you having any issues in your home go into the manual Go into the word of God and God will show you how to handle what needs to be handled. And I'm going to say this, women. Don't be loose. Stay out of everybody else's house. Don't be trying to mess up somebody else's house because that house looked good and you want a part of that house. I'm going to lead you, leave you with this movie. God always show you something to fill in these gaps. There were four best friends. And these four best friends, they went to school together. One of the friends married a doctor. The other friend, she married a bishop. And then the other one, I think he was a lawyer. And then I don't know what, the the other one, her husband died. So these best friends, they hung out together. And as they were hanging out together, one of the best friends, what she did, she got drunk. And she began to tell this lady that her other friend... I cannot have kids, so I keep putting it off. I don't tell my husband why I don't want to have them. I just can't have them. Then the other one was saying, I almost slept with this guy. So they was just filling in the gaps with this friend. One day, they were going to meet up. This friend sent a video. And this friend told the other three 
that she was with one of their husbands. But she wouldn't tell them which one it was. She said, as a matter of fact, they're going to be over here tonight. Now, all of the men went on a fishing trip that same night. So the women were upset because they're trying to figure out which one of our husbands is it. So they went back in their minds and saw their friend come to their house and saw how she was holding the husband's hand when she was shaking the hand. Or seeing the husband take her to the store. Or seeing different little things to say, she was with my man. So it was making them matter and matter and matter. But the whole scenario of the whole thing is, you shouldn't have your best friend in your business. You shouldn't have your best friend sleeping over your house. You shouldn't have your best friend in the car with your husband without you being in that car with your husband. So they gave the best friend too many privileges and she said, your man is with me. Now I'm getting what you got. The whole scenario of the whole thing is he didn't even show up at her house. So what am I saying? Women, you better watch who you entertaining. Because the one you entertaining could be the one with your husband. That's why we need to be in the presence of the Lord. And women, God will show you how to be a mother. Men, God will show you how to be a father, a husband. Women, he will show you how to be a wife. We cannot get past him because he created us. He know all about us. When we put more emphasis in each other than we're putting in God, that marriage is not going to work. It's going to fall apart because God is not in it. God need to be the first, y'all. It takes him to make it. You can't depend on that man or that woman if they don't have Jesus. And even if they have Jesus, they can be immature. So this is why you got to stay in the word. Because you're never alone. God said, I will never leave you, nor shall I forsake you. I will be with you even until the end. And I want to say this. My daddy, my father sitting over there, I watched him. I watched him with my stepmother. I watched how he took care of her, took her to the beauty shop, took her to every appointment. He wouldn't let you do nothing. He was the one that wanted to do it all. Even when she she was in the hospital, he didn't want to leave her. He was right there by her side. That's a good man. He cooked for her. He made sure she had everything that she needed. That's a good man. Don't you think everybody would want a part of that good man? But they couldn't have him because he belonged to that one woman. So know what you got and quit complaining when you got a good man and try to make that man be something like Lifetime (laughs) or be something like BET. You trying to have BET men and Lifetime men, them, them people that's portraying that mess. You go home and watch BT and Lifetime and you're like, baby, you never rub my feet. Baby, you never bring me no flower. Baby, you never open no door. But he's there. He's protecting you and he's loving you the way that you need to be loved emotionally, physically, financially. Any man that will stick with you when ain't no money in the bank, that's a good man. Or any woman, men, that'll stick with you in the dark. That's a good woman that can only see the white of your eyes. That's a good woman. That's that's taking clothes and and washing them the best way she can because it ain't no white. That's a good woman. Why you want to get rid of a good thing for somebody else who don't even want to give you a glass of water? Come on, y'all. That's because we're in a fallen world. And everybody's looking for something except Jesus. And we're supposed to be the ones to show them Jesus. In the good, in the bad, and in the ugly, we're supposed to still show Jesus. And men, when you got a wife that's angry all the time, complaining nothing you do is never right, just pray for them. Because they got some roots in them that go back way back that ain't been healed yet 
So you're supposed to be the one praying for them, speaking the word over them. And women, your husband is won by your conversations. They're won over by your conversations. If you always putting them down instead of lifting them up, well, baby, I got a raise. I got a dollar raise. Mm, a dollar? What are we going to do with a daggone dollar? Come on, that's, a, that's terrible. So I can say again, women, watch your mouths. We're supposed to lift them up, not put them down. We can do this together, baby. I'm right here by your side because when you fall, I fall with you. So that's why I'm going to lift you up so you won't fall. This is it's equal. It's equal. Ain't no one better than the other. God created us equal, male and female. He gave both of us the same right to rule and reign. Women, don't let men fool you. Don't let them tell you I'm better than you are because I got a degree. No, I'm created the same way you created. God got a purpose for me. Don't let them put you down. Mm, God is so good. To God be the glory. Amen, amen, amen. God is just so good, y'all. And it's a lot more to learn. That's why we opening the doors for a woman's conference and a men's conference. And to learn everything. Because that's not everything. God has so much in his word to teach us the way that we should go. And we should walk in it. Amen. Thanks for watching Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries, where miracles happen. You can join us each week on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern for church service and on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern for Bible study. For upcoming events, teachings, and ways to contact us and more, you can visit us on the web at www.mtdm.org. You can also give a donation by clicking the donation tab. God bless you. And we will see you next week.